are listening to the Daily Roundup here as part of the Reality Steve podcast. I am your host, Reality Steve. Thank you all for tuning in. A good Tuesday show for you. We're going to talk a little bit about Golden Bachelor. We're going to talk Bachelor in Paradise. What I told you was going to happen regarding the unfortunate death of Smash Mouth lead singer Steve Harwell did happen. We're going to talk about later on this week what's going to happen on the podcast and then a little 90210 talk, of course. Anyway, we'll get to all that momentarily. This podcast is brought to you by Way. Sometimes small daily actions make a big difference, and when it comes to caring for your hair, a little goes a long way. Get on your way to healthier hair one day at a time with shampoos and conditioners that are just your type. Go to theway.com. That's T-H-E-O-U-A-I.com. Use promo code REALITYSTEVE for 15% off your entire purchase. That's theway.com. T-H-E-O-U-A-I.com. Promo code REALITYSTEVE for 15% off your entire purchase. Okay, some house cleaning to do here to start off the podcast. As you know, my annual trip with the guys, guys trip. I want to say annual trip to Vegas, but you know I usually go three or four times a year. This is the one I always go out for first week of NFL season. Um, I will be out there. I leave on Thursday morning. So Friday's podcast will be from Vegas and there is a chance it might just be, if I can record an interview in the next two days, I might just do that because I really don't think I'm going to have a whole hell of a lot to update you on on Friday when I'm in Vegas. And it might just be better to have a 20 or 25 minute interview in there, maybe 30 minutes, something like that. So I might just do that. I haven't decided yet. If not, I will record a regular, uh, a daily roundup, but I'm not sure just yet. So we'll have to... Uh, to wait and see on that. Thursday morning, though, obviously you're getting a daily roundup. You're going to get the Sports Daily. And then you're going to get part two of the interview I did with Casey Costa. Last week we just focused all on what happened on the Big D. This one is a much, much deeper dive. For those that don't know, Casey wrote a self-published book back in May called Cinderella Girl. You can purchase it on Amazon. And I purchased it, read it in about three hours. It's about 150 pages. And it is basically her life story up until current day. And everybody's name in the book is a made-up name for the real person that it was. But clearly we know who her ex-husband is. But everyone else, I guess you don't need to know their real names, but... Um, to say that Casey had one of the most messed up childhoods you could ever um, wish upon anybody would be an understatement. It's a very revealing, sometimes for some people it might even be triggering, of what she dealt with in her childhood uh, from basically a very abusive stepfather to a mother that was very unloving was a it sounded like a compulsive liar and someone that Casey had such a back and forth up and down relationship with and it seems like the downs were more than the ups and then when they were down they were really down 
it is almost heartbreaking to hear the story, to read it, and then to hear Casey talk about it verbally, and we go over some of the stuff that she says in the book. It's, again, nothing you would ever wish on your worst enemy. So while you got the fun firecracker Casey Costa watching her on the Big D and then hearing her on the podcast last week, this week it's going to take a completely different tone, and I just wanted to get you ready for it. It's almost a two-hour conversation. I think it's about an hour and 45 minutes, I think. Um, and I think you are going to be wowed by her. Because as I tell her towards the end of the podcast, look, your life could have gone in many different directions with that upbringing, and none of them really being any good. The fact that she has been able to do so well for herself from that uh, is a testament to her. However, she still deals with some major struggles with her ex-husband, and she goes over all those, what she has to deal with. Um, they do have a son together, uh, a seven-and-a-half-year-old boy, and it's something that is a struggle every day. It's something that's a struggle with you know, future relationships. So we saw it play out a little bit on the Big D, but she does talk about it, and she does talk about where she was at compared to where she is at, and it is pretty amazing. So I can't wait for you all to hear it. That'll be coming up uh, this Thursday on the weekly podcast. We talked about The Golden Bachelor yesterday, and remember, when we talk about The Golden Bachelor, we talk about the stuff that's going to be happening on you know the 28th. While that's coming out, the show will be on the 28th for an hour, and then BIP will follow it. Paradise is going to follow it for two hours. We just don't know enough. We've told you about some of the women, and you have the one woman who is the ex-wife, of the federal prosecutor that um, convicted Aldrich Ames. What was the name? Aldrich Ames, um, the CIA agent that got turned by the Russians, seemingly. And then you've got April Kirkwood, who wrote the book about being in a years-long, uh, decade-long affair with Frankie Valley. Uh, neither of them make it to the final three, but it'd still be interesting to hear their story. Uh, hopefully, you know, maybe at one point. I mean, look, I would absolutely love to have April Kirkwood on the show. I really am interested in the in the Frankie Valley story because, as I mentioned last week, you know, obviously this is illegal. You, I don't think I, unless because this, I guess this happened in the, the what sixties, the seventies. So were were laws different then? I, I didn't think, but maybe they were, and I just am not aware. But clearly, if if a 39-year-old is having sex with a 16-year-old now, even if it's consensual, that person is going to jail. And I'm wondering, April's book that she published back in, I think, 2015, is that the first anyone even knew about this? And that's why the statute of limitations had run out. It was 40 years earlier. I, I don't know. I don't really know the, the legalities of it and how it all works, but she seems to be a very fascinating woman uh, to having lived through that and then writing about it. Uh, I'm just very curious about the whole story. And 
would love to have her on, but you know, I, I guarantee, unfortunately, looks like once the show starts going, it's going to be bachelor happy hour and Ben and Ashley. And that's where the show is going to pedal her towards. And it's unfortunate. So, um, I'll do my best. I'll see. But, um, yeah, uh, that's what I would want to have her on about. And I, I, I just, you know, when has ABC ever, ever given me a contestant on this show? It just doesn't happen. So, <sighs> unfortunately, that's where we're at. Now, in terms of Bachelor in Paradise, that starts the same night, September 28th. It's going to be on for two hours. We don't know how many episodes they're running. We still don't know how many episodes of The Golden Bachelor they're going to be. But considering it only filmed for a month and they're only showing one hour a week, my guess is this is going to be like a six or eight episode season. But what I'm, you know, for, for Bachelor in Paradise, I know a lot of you have been asking about spoilers. When are we getting those since we got the Golden Bachelor spoilers last week? And the thing with the Bachelor in Paradise spoilers is I've already given them numerous times, talked about them in my daily roundup. I just haven't written them out yet or put them on my Instagram feed. So that's coming, but it's not going to be an episode-by-episode breakdown. It's not going to be a this person came in and went on a date with this person. There's so much to cover. I couldn't even do that in an Instagram feed with 10 slides. So um, I don't know every person that came in. I don't know every person that went on a date. I know a lot of the people that were there. I know your main engagements. I know your main couples. I know who's dating post-show. For the most part, um, we all know that in the preview when they showed two people getting married on the beach, that was Kenny and Mari. I guess in just a ceremony before they actually get married. I believe their their wedding is actually this November. And then I have an update on what happened with Rachel Recchia and what happened with Blake Moynes. Like, I guess I just need to write it all out. So you will get that eventually. And with that, I, you know, if you've been listening to this podcast, you already know, it'll just be a repeat of that stuff. Cause I haven't really heard anything new. I'm going to try and find out some stuff, but I will probably do that next week. Let me get out, get on my vacation this weekend uh, enjoy the Venetian cabana food spread with the greatest chicken tenders you've ever seen in your life. I'm sure I'll be posting about it on my Instagram stories on Friday because that's when we have the cabana. And, uh, yeah, um, looking forward to that this weekend. But let me do all that this weekend, have my fun, have my first week of NFL trip that I look forward to every year, come back, and then put that all out there as we get closer to Bachelor in Paradise premiering on September 28th. Now, the other thing I wanted to talk about was Joey's season of The Bachelor. And this is just for people that are very unaware of the filming schedule and how it works. Joey's season is going to film pretty much just like every other season of The Bachelor in that it's usually around the 20th of the month. And as we know, outside of the Golden Bachelor women, which didn't get released until pretty much the day before filming ended, we've known for the last, I've lost track of how many seasons they've been doing this, but we know that they're going to release Joey's Women probably, uh, my guess is sometime next week, end of next week, because they usually do it about three days before filming actually begins so they can put out the potential women on the Bachelor Facebook page. We see who the women potentially are, and it gives the audience, you know, three days to find any dirt on them and then 
Normally, they usually cut between two and three, two and four women and men when they release it for The Bachelorette. Usually cut between two and four of them that don't end up making the final cast. But as we know, once they release these women on The Bachelor Facebook page, by the end of the day, I have all their full names and their Instagram accounts. And that's what I plan on doing again next week. I really hope they don't do it this week. I don't see why they would. They usually do it three days before filming. Like that has been like the they've never just said, oh, we'll give it two weeks early. Like It just it is done on always right around that three day mark before filming begins. So just know when they release it, they're starting filming very soon. And um, I've heard of, I think, two women. I think I have two women that are going to be on Joey's season. So obviously, I don't want to give anything away right now. Um, there's going to be obviously way more than, you know, it's going to be 20, 25, maybe even 30 women. They show us that first night. But yeah, we're 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 not that far away from the women getting announced on the Bachelor Facebook page and then let the prejudging begin because every single season it's the same thing. Oh, my gosh, what is with these pictures? What is with these women? You know, oh, my gosh, she wants to be an influencer and you can tell, oh, she's not going to be good. For, like these women will get so prejudged by the audience out there. And then if you take those and take screenshots of all the things that you read about these women online three days before filming even begins and then compare them to when they actually get on the show and how far they end up lasting. It's like night and day. That's why I don't really pay attention. I honestly don't care about anybody's opinion about these women the day they are released. Cause it's the same thing every year. It is. Oh my gosh, this one isn't right for Joey. This one's going to be a drama queen. It's like, you don't know anything. And we just need to stop with the prejudging. And just let the go, let the show be, let the show happen, let these women experience the show and then kind of just go from there. But um, Joey's obviously a bachelor that I think a majority of people liked. Of course, you're always going to have people that say, I want this person, I want this person. But I think it was I think it was a pretty solid consensus just because we already knew it wasn't going to be Aaron since Aaron is down in paradise and ha and is part of the initial cast. And it wasn't going to be Xavier based on the way he exited the show. And we know they love taking their lead from the final four. Well, the only other person in the final four was Dotton and he's engaged to charity. So Joey was always seemingly the guy that I think people saw, even if, uh, you know, as long as he didn't win in people's minds, he is the guy that I think a lot of people wanted to see in that role, and we're going to get it in that role. So is he going to be that much more popular than any previous Bachelors? I don't know, because what do you even base that on? That just seems to be uh, that just seems to be uh, a subjective opinion of somebody just like, oh, I think he's the best one ever. Like, really? Based on what? Best of what? You know, because you like him the most. I mean, again, it's it's a lot of people's own self-truths and has nothing to do with anything tangible or anything fact related. It's just, oh, I like Joey so much. He's going to be the best bachelor ever. Well, you can't say that before the show is even filmed because you have no idea what's going to happen. What if Joey's a hot mess on the show? What if he tells four women he's in love with them? Like what if he pulls a Clayton and just doesn't know what to do with himself? You know, there's just, there's so many things and you got to remember he's on a television show. The amount of Joey love that is out there right now, I guarantee at some point this season, someone's going to say, oh, Joey's season sucks, or Joey's not as good of a bachelor as I thought he was going to be, or, oh, my God, what a mess this season is. There's just, 
there's just so much that's going to go on. There's going to be something that happens this season, I guarantee it, because I say it before every season, there will be something that happens on Joey's season that never happens, has never happened before. Why? Because we get something new every season that happens. We just don't know what it is before the season starts. But at the end of the season, we can always look back and say, well, that's a first. So I'm sure that's coming. I'm sure, I mean, maybe they maybe they will cast somebody that is a former contestant, a, 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 um, a woman from a previous season. We already have something happening with Leah. We already have a first that's never happened in the history of the show, which is Leah is going to have a card that she's going to open up on the first night. I guess, didn't they tell her she's going to bring it in the limo, and then when she's standing there with Joey on her limo entrance, that's when she opens it? We don't know what that is, but clearly it's probably going to be something that's a first in this franchise as well. So we already kind of know what one of them is going to be, and it's what's in that letter. So just be on the lookout for that. I think it's going to, I think the women are going to be released maybe at the end of next week because, well, let's see, next next Thursday is the 14th. Yeah, so maybe mid mid the fo- mid following week, maybe um maybe on the twenty. I don't know what day they're starting filming. So once I start hearing stuff, uh, I will let you know. So I gave you the news yesterday that the lead singer of Smash Mouth, Steve Harwell, was uh, in hospice, and his management team said he had no more than a week left to live. Well, unfortunately, he passed yesterday, and my plea to everybody out there was. Come on, when it does happen, because it was inevitable it was going to happen based on what his management team said, can we just can we just not with the, hey, you're an all-star, you know? It just was so dumb and so easy. And I know it wasn't malicious, but it was it was a bit much. And if you go on TMZ... TV's Instagram page yesterday. I don't mean to call this person out because they didn't do anything bad, but they did what I said someone was going to do. The Instagram account, you're not Ashley, Y-O-U-R-E, not Ashley. Underneath the TMZ story where Smash Mouth lead singer Steve Harwell has passed Monday morning at the age of 56, she wrote, hey, now he's an all star. My God. Um, Pirelli underscore TX wrote all the words to All-Star. Like, wrote the lyric. Her, her caption was the lyrics to All-Star. Why? Why? Ruiz J30. And the years have officially stopped coming. I thought they kept coming and didn't stop. Owens, Daryl, 005. Hey, now you're an all-star. Get your game on. Go play. <sighs> LX Noriega. You'll never shine if you don't glow. Okay, we get it, people. Look, I told you it was happening. <laughs> I didn't think, you know, obviously those probably none of those people even heard my podcast. If they did, they were going to do it anyway. But what I'm just saying is <laughs> I, I do my best. <laughs> I do my best. To have people not act like idiots online, and I can only do so much, is what I'm trying to tell you. So, uh, rest in peace, Steve Harwell. And finally, 90210, BH90210, restored Instagram account. 
What's funny is, remember I told you I started watching season five on Paramount Plus. I'm watching two episodes a night at the end of the night after I record my my two podcasts. And right now, last night or two nights ago, I just watched episode number 21. Sunday night, I watched episode 21. And that is the episode that BH90210 Restored pod uh, Instagram account is on right now. And that's where we get deep into... Well, it's the final episode of the Professor Finley storyline, which started, I believe, in 16, episode 16. So it had about a five-episode run. It seemed like it was longer than that, and it seemed like it was... But it's just, it's really... As I told you when I first started talking about this, the Professor Finley storyline is literally one of the three best storylines they've ever done on the show. Like, they do some crazy-ass shit. They do some weird-ass storylines with... Every character throughout the course of 10 seasons, of course. But the Professor Finley one was really, really good because it made sense. Kelly was in a fire earlier in the episode. She was going to be on the cover of Seventeen magazine. Now, she didn't feel pretty. She didn't feel she had a purpose in life. She goes to a, a speaker on campus and is really in, in, you know, taken by his speeches and then just gets way in over her head with this guy. He's clearly after her money. Some weird shit going on with the new evolution. Oh, yeah, by the way, this past weekend, my new evolution T-shirt had arrived. It is awesome. I will be wearing it in Las Vegas. I can tell you that right now. Negators and externs need not apply. <laughs> anyway, so the episode, that last episode I watched was episode 21, and that's what the Instagram page is on now, where Brandon has to go to the president, uh, Chancellor Arnold, to find out why... Finley was being investigated. Chancellor Arnold kind of does something he probably shouldn't do as the president uh, or the chancellor of the school. But um, Brandon finds out about one of the guys who worked under Finley. He goes to see him and he puts that person in touch with Kelly and Kelly realizes, holy shit, Finley is a fraud and really good. And but it also then immediately from this particular storyline, it then essentially for the last 11 episodes of the season kicks into Brandon versus Dylan fighting over Kelly, not verbally fighting, not physically fighting. But because Brandon needed Dylan's help to get Kelly out of this, Dylan felt he got closer to Kelly. And now he realizes, oh, boy, I think I like her again. And Brandon is her boyfriend. So. They have that. And then at the end of the season, we know how it all ends. Brandon asks her to marry him. Dylan asks her to take a trip around the world with him. And she says, deuces, boys. I choose me. So I can't wait for that episode. I think I need to make a T-shirt, my own T-shirt, that just says I am a negator. So for for my anti-Professor Finley, or I am an extern, one of the two. Anyway, thank you all for listening. I really appreciate it. Please follow me on Apple Podcasts. Also, rate and review if you can. The Sports Daily will be up in an hour from now. I appreciate you all listening. I appreciate you all following along. We're getting close to the beginning of the next Bachelor season starting to film. I will keep you updated on anything I hear regarding that. Thank you all for tuning in every day, every week, every month. I really appreciate it. And I will talk to you tomorrow. See you!